We've reached the halfway point of summer break, looking for some fun things to do in Johnson County to finish out the summer. On this episode, hear from Johnson County Library and Johnson County Park and Recreation District about the great things happening here. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm your host, Teresa Freed, a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. Hopefully your summer has been packed with fun activities or lots of relaxing, but in case you're wondering what's left to do during this summer break, we have with us Alyssa Andre with the Johnson County Library and Jeff Stewart with Johnson County Park and Recreation District. Thank you both for joining us. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. All right. Well, just to start off with, you know, of course, the, the pandemic caused lots of things to shut down last year, and it feels like things are sort of getting back to normal um, with a lot of Johnson County residents, you know, wondering what to do this summer with, with just a couple months left before, you know, school's back in session. Um, you know, what can you, what can you tell them about some of those activities that we have? And we'll start with Jeff. Yeah, great. Actually, you know, as you mentioned, last year was so unusual and and uh, introduced several challenges for us. And while some of our services, our facilities in particular, had to shut down for a period of time, it was really interesting to see that our parks and trails had record-breaking attendance. In fact, um, we had nearly 1.8 million more visitors last year. Uh, than we did in the in 2019. So that trend seems to be continuing. So perhaps our parks and trails or open spaces have been discovered or rediscovered in some cases. And so we do have continue to have a lot of visitors uh, in many of our parks, trails, and, and back in our facilities now. I think you're right, Teresa. It's starting to feel a little bit more back to normal or what the new normal may be. Um, all of our activities seem to be really busy, um, in some cases sold out. In fact, just last weekend, we had our Shawnee Mission Triathlon, which sold out at 675 participants. So the park was really busy with that uh, race. And um, we still have a number of activities that, uh, that folks can participate in. Our camps are in full swing. Um, we have limited some of our uh, number of participants in some of those camps. You know, we, we're still trying to work through the pandemic here, but uh, what we're able to do um, in a lot of cases seem uh, to be filling, filling up quite rapidly and uh, very popular. Our special events, um, they're, they're taking place again this year, so that's certainly been very welcome. I mentioned the triathlon, um, but uh, you know, there are other things that, uh, that have been well attended too and, and will continue to. Um, we've got a couple more races around the corner uh, at Kill Creek Park. We have another uh, triathlon on August the 14th, and then we have one, a, a triathlon for kids on August 21st, which will be a lot of fun. Theater in the Park uh, continues to be very popular. So last year we weren't able to have our outdoor theater season. This year uh, we have, and people have really enjoyed that. And so um, we still have some shows going on uh, yet this summer that uh, folks can come enjoy in person. And uh, it feels good to, to see people in person there as well. Um, we have some overnight fishing opportunities available in some of our parks on July 17th at Heritage Park. We will have 
uh, fishing opportunity overnight um, on July 24th and August 14th. Uh, folks will be able to enjoy fishing overnight here at Shawnee Mission Park. And then on August 7th at, at Kill Creek Park and then followed by uh, Lexington Lake Park at 7, September the 11th. So uh, for those that enjoy fishing and especially overnight fishing, we have some great uh, events planned with that. Um, I also wanna share that Cedar Niles Park, which is JCPRD's newest uh, regional park, it's a little over a thousand acres in size. Uh, that's been under development for a period of time now. And I'm pleased to share that we have the more Northern uh, portion of that park open. So basically from 127th Street uh, North to 119th Street. Uh, so, so some good uh, multi-use trails or paved trails uh, and even four, nearly four and a half miles of our single track or na uh, natural trails uh, that are some of the best in Johnson County and my biased opinion. So uh, something new to experience uh, there as well. Uh, we've got a great uh, golf tournament. It'll be the first of its kind uh, coming up on August 20th. It will be in memory of former uh, executive director here at JCPRD, Gary Howler. So that'll be on August the 20th. And uh, so lots of folks have been golfing again. And so that might be an event that uh, some of our uh, employees here at Johnson County and our agencies uh, might enjoy. So uh, there are many others. Um, JCPRD offers over 4,000 programs and events each and every year. So there are a lot of things uh, going on that I can't just highlight here on this podcast, but going to jcprd.com, you could certainly see the full inventory. So I know the, the a lot of the programs and services that you've provided look different maybe a year ago. Um, and there's some people who are still a little concerned about getting out and about with other people. So those virtual programs and, and things that you, you offered early on, are those still available to people? That's a great question. Yes. Um, so our team did a terrific job um, finding new ways to provide these uh, recreation program services and and other services uh, virtually. Um, we plan to continue and have continued to provide some of those. Uh, one of the benefits of it, uh, quite frankly, are um, you know, friends and family can participate in an activity together no matter where they live or they're at in the entire world. So um, we, we did see some of that where folks across the country would uh, sign up for a program and participate with family members or friends. Uh, so that was something positive that came out of it and something that I think uh, will continue. Uh, so that's been great. Awesome. And Alyssa, I know the library did a ton of virtual events and, you know, my family participated in some of those too, some of the reading activities, which were really fun for kids. Excellent. So can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, what library activities look like now this, this summer? Yeah, absolutely. So we're still doing virtual events through the summer. We're bringing back in-person events in kind of a limited capacity in the fall. Um, we're hoping to bring a lot more back in 2022 um, once we, you know, figure out staff capacity and um, just what things look like from a public health perspective as well. Um, but we've had great success with our virtual events this year. Um, we have a new events platform on 24 that we've been utilizing um, that 
allows for both live interactive programming and um, lets people go back and watch programs kind of at their own pace after the events happen. So that's gone really well. And then of course we have our wonderful summer reading programs that you mentioned um, that kicked off June 5th uh, with the author Kwame Alexander and a, a big day of fun. And then it wraps Saturday, July 31st with our big end of summer event. And so we've got a couple things planned for that day that we're excited about. Um, we've got a special story time. We have a family trivia game that includes a performance by Funky Mama, who should be pretty well known in the, the kid circles in Johnson County. Um, and then a discussion with author Sarah Dykeman um, about the adventures that inspired her book, Bicycling with Butterflies. She's, she's going to share stories from her uh, over 10,000 mile bike ride where she followed the migrating monarch butterflies. Um, and she's also going to talk about how you can learn about the nature and, you know, wildlife that's in your own backyard. So we're very excited about those. And of course, we still have our daily story times on Facebook Live. Um, and if you do want to do something in person for summer reading, we are having pop-ups in the park. Unfortunately, uh, last week's had to be canceled because of rain. And we're hoping that that won't happen this weekend as well. Um, but those are popping up in Johnson County parks all across the county. Um, I think this weekend's is going to be in Franklin Park and Prairie Village. We're waiting to the last minute to announce them so that we don't, we give a chance for people at the park to get books too. Um, but of course, you're always welcome to come on down and pick out some summer reading books for the kiddos and have some, get some fun library swag. So kids can still participate in the summer reading program, even though we're winding down. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Summer reading officially ends on the 31st. So not too much time left, but you're absolutely still welcome to, to participate. We've got reading logs um, at our libraries and that you can print off of our website, uh, jokolibrary.org slash summer reading, all one word. All right. And, uh, you know, another thing uh, I'm sure a lot of people know about all of the, the various um, things that you can check out at the library, but some people don't. So can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, like video games and music and all those other things that are available, whether you go into a library or you want to check out online? Yeah, absolutely. So I just always tell people the library is so much more than books these days. Um, we've like you mentioned, we can check out video games. You can check out music CDs. You can go online and listen to music and read ebooks, audiobooks. Um, we just switched over to a new magazine platform. Um, we were on RB Digital and we moved over to Libby, but it's basically the same experience for those people who are reading it before. But we have thousands of magazines, both current and previous editions. Um, we can, you can read the New York Times, you can read the Shawnee Mission Post, Wall Street Journal, all these different newspapers from across the country and locally, uh, just with your library card, you can take classes, you can watch streaming video. Uh, we've got a great service called Canopy um, that has, I think they just started showing Lionsgate films. That's kind of a big coup. We got a lot of new content on there and they have a Canopy Kids section as well that does free streaming content of you know, your favorite kids' educational favorites so you can feel good about what your kids are watching. All right, that's great information. And uh, another thing that people are happy to see return are the book sales. So can you talk about um, some of the fun events happening around that? Yeah, so the Friends of the Library are kind of, they're our um, supporting arm. Um, they're easing back into in-person used book sales. And I think our 2020 book sale, Cabin Fever book sale was supposed to be three days and ended up being one day uh, back in March of 2020. So we're excited to be back with some in-person book sales. 
So we've got uh, two exciting pop-up opportunities. You can buy lightly used materials for bargain prices and still supporting your library. The funds go back to us. Um, so we have Books and Brews. Um, it's a literary and beverage event. So please read and drink responsibly if you do attend. Um, and that's at Experiment Brewing and Gardener. And that is this weekend, the 17th and 18th. And then we also have on the 31st, something I'm very excited about is the Blueberry, um, at the Blue Valley Library in the meeting room is the Unbook Sale. <laughs> and that is focusing on music CDs. We've got vintage reading materials, like old mad magazines and kind of the fun stuff that people have donated throughout the year that isn't a book. Um, I think I heard that the famous Blue Valley Gorilla is also gonna be for sale. So if that's something that means something to you, come on down and, and get your gorilla. <laughs> and that's right. Saturday, July 31st from nine to 5 p.m. And of course, more details about those events, I'm sure on your website, uh, if yes. people want that information. Okay, yep. wonderful. So I know this has been a challenging past year, year and a half for, for both of your departments, because they're so out in the community and, and you know, interacting with people is, is just kind of the core of, of what you guys do. So, uh, and you've made some amazing adjustments to make sure that services and programs are available to people still. So one of the important uh, pieces that we want to recognize, of course, are the staff members and the volunteers that you all have. Um, so, so Jeff, first off, we know that uh, National Park and Rec Professionals Day is coming up. And so that's a great opportunity to, to thank your staff for the, the hard work that they're doing. But do you want to talk about um, some of that? Absolutely. Thank you, Teresa. Yeah, uh, National Park and Recreation Professionals Day is actually this Friday. So we will be celebrating that. I think it is every day, but uh, we'll formally be celebrating that this Friday. And it is a it is a great opportunity to just really thank and, and think about um, our team and uh, team of staff, our seasonal staff members, our volunteers who uh, just work so hard and collectively to provide these wonderful services. I participated in an interview earlier this week where it was a very positive interview, but one of the questions was, could what would it be like in Johnson County without JCPRD services? And uh, that's something dark to think about. And, and um, you know, when you think of the 10,000 acres of green space we provide and the amenities within them for everyone to enjoy and all the programs and events and things, and, and it takes an incredible team of staff. And we have the best professionals in the world uh, doing that here in Johnson County. And I just can't thank them, thank them enough for all of their efforts and, and really how, um, how they have rebounded from and, and really worked through such challenging times here over the last several months. Um, they've pulled together, they've supported each other, they've supported me uh, and really been here for our community. And it's, it, uh, the community's response to that has been very positive as well. They, I think they recognize that we have a great team and, and the things they do are ass essential to uh, Johnson County. So just simply can't thank all of them enough. All right, that's wonderful. So if people see a, a, a JCPRD worker on Friday, they need to make sure to, to tell them thank you. And also, you know, same thing with the library. You know, you have so many volunteers that that just kind of cherish that work. And some of them didn't get to do that last year. So do you wanna talk about that? We are so, so glad to welcome our library volunteers back in. Um, they give almost 50,000 hours yearly um, to provide library 
support and um, help with our programs and activities. And so volunteers do everything from working in the library, um, helping us shelf books and do other things that need to be done in branches. Um, they work behind the scenes in our offices, kind of in our support offices, and they also help out at special events. So if you are at all interested in volunteering with the library, um, you can visit jocolibrary.org. At the bottom, there is a help button. Um, so click on that and it will take you to our volunteering page and you can see kind of the available opportunities right now. Um, we need book reviewers and you know just about anything you can imagine. So any amount of time that people are able to give back to the library, we, we so appreciate and we love our volunteers. For sure. Well, you both have amazing websites with lots and lots of um, calendars and details about events coming up. So we want to make sure to direct everyone on where to go to, to register for those events to finish out the summer. So if you can just, again, say your, your websites where people can go. And we'll start with Jeff. Yeah, thank you. Uh, our website is jcprd.com. So um, certainly you'll see uh, quite an inventory there and uh, happy to answer any questions anyone may have. I may, if it's okay, Teresa, point out one other um, event that's taking place this summer that uh, Johnson County employees may be interested in. Uh, it's evening in the park. It's here at Cheyenne Mission Park. And really the purpose of this is it's an event for JCPRD to thank our community for supporting us. And so we have a number of activities and, and things planned. It's on August the 8th, and it'll run from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Theater in the Park here in Shawnee Mission Park. We'll have a couple of bands here uh, playing live. It'll be followed by a movie. Um, there'll be food, wine, beer, uh, and other uh, things on site here. Just ask everybody to bring their wallet and their ID. And uh, there's lots of details that you can find on, again, that website, jcprd.com. All right, perfect. And Alyssa, if you want to tell us where we can go for more library information. Absolutely. JocoLibrary.org is our website. Um, we have an events tab on there and you can visit us to learn more about summer reading, volunteering, um, a lot of the construction projects that we have going on at the library. Um, we'd love to have you visit our website and kind of learn all about the great e-resources that we have as well. All right. Well, thank you both for joining me today for this uh, podcast episode. Lots of great information that hopefully our listeners will be able to uh, check off a few more things on their summer to-do list to, to enjoy Johnson County. And thank you for listening. You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JokoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jocogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.